Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. And for the new showrunner camp, and that doesn't even count the kids who plan to return from last time to sign up for it, we have April as one of the teachers who came from, uh, a retired teacher from Southern California, and Tamara is a retired special ed teacher from New York, both of whom are coming to help, and both who also have, have a lot of experience in theater, are coming to help teach that. That is coming up on the week of August 7th, so following the following week after we, do, we have meetings. If you know somebody in junior high or high school who is gonna be in Juno for that week and is interested in learning about live studio production, all the behind the scenes stuff, it's free to sign up. We just, we, we do ask people to sign up ahead of time. It helps us plan. And um, if you, blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who greets us in this and every season, whose word never fails, whose promise is sure. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Lord be with you. Faithful God, most merciful judge, you care for your children with firmness and compassion. By your spirit, nurture us who live in your kingdom that we may be rooted in the way of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Can you say, now it's time for a children's message? It's now time for a children's message. Good job. Victoria, do you remember what chore Lucy was doing after church last week? Weeding. Weeding. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about weeding. Do you have any chores? Yeah. What are they? Doing dishes. Putting the dishes away. Yep, that's your chore. Do you have any other chores? Yeah. Cleaning my room. Cleaning your room. And I already did that. And you did do that this morning. There's a nut. So back when the, when the Bible was written, kids' chores were weeding, taking all the weeds out. But today we're going to hear a story where the person who owns the field says, don't take the weeds out, leave the weeds in, right? And you, do you wanna know why? Because the, everything that's growing is thanks to God. So even the weeds that grow, see what she did. Even the weeds that grow, are God made those weeds. And it reminds us that sometimes we are the plants that bear really good fruits, and sometimes we're having a hard time, and we might be weeds. Are you good all the time? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Just most of the time, I think? Yeah. Yeah, most of the time. Do you think Mommy is good all of the time? Yeah. I wish. Oh, thank you. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I can be a weed. But today we learned that maybe instead of pulling the weeds, we let them grow and they might become something else. Can we pray? Dear God. Dear God. 
Thank you for thank you for growing the weeds. Thank you for growing the weeds. Thank you for growing us. Thank you for one. Amen. Amen. Good job. Thank you. I invite you to rise as you are able. Let us together welcome the gospel. Jesus tells a parable about the coexistence of good and evil in this world. God's judgment will remove all evildoers and causes of sin, but not until the end of human history. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus put before the crowds another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come in, come from? He answered, an enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, no, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at the harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers. And they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us be seated. This parable starts with the kingdom of heaven may be compared to, or the kingdom of heaven is like. For the next four to six weeks in Matthew, we're going to have the kingdom of heaven is like. And Jesus is trying to, to help first the crowds and then the apostles understand, okay, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Because kingdom had the same word meaning, pretty much that we understand it to be, one person with the power and the authority and the center of attention. And um, 
and including their kingdom included slaves, which are part of the parable. So he's trying to help people understand what, are the, king, what the kingdom of, of God may be compared to. And I'm going to guess, we talked about the sower last week, but I'm going to guess that everybody gets the first level of this, which is not our job to weed out those that we think are sinful. Did everybody get that? Okay, if not, it's not our job to weed out the sinful. Right? It's not our job to weed out the sinful. Now, there are times that there are sinful behaviors that are dangerous. And I'm going to just put a little call out on that because there are dangerous behaviors. There are harmful behaviors. There is abuse. There, there is recklessness. There, you know, there are other destructive behaviors, and we have to deal with those. We're talking about the weeds that are growing up around us, and it is always going to be our temptation to identify ourselves as the good seat and identify whomever fits in that category in our minds as the weeds. Okay, not our job to weed them out. Whose job is it? God's going to send the angels at the end of the age. But take it a little deeper much like the, the questions I was talking about earlier. Let's take them a little bit deeper. Because one of the things that Luther captured pretty profoundly was that we are at the same time, what? Saint and sinner. Meaning we're both. We are both good seed and weeds at the same time. We are as individuals. Our churches are. Our denomination is. Our government is, our favorite football team is, we are at the same time good seed and weeds. And it, it is helpful to remember that anytime we're tempted to judge another, another person, organization, who is is living their faith differently from us. And we have to ask ourselves constantly, what are the weeds in me today? What are the weeds in me today? Because there are some. There are some. Guarantee it, if you think hard enough. What are the weeds in me today? And then we ask God, we ask God, to weed those out of us in God's time. We can't do it. So we ask God to weed those out of us. But part of, part of that is just acknowledging that they're there. Because if we can't acknowledge that we too are broken, if we can't acknowledge any of our brokenness, then it's going to be really hard for us to, to, to live faithfully as partial selves that are in denial. Especially in those times where you're tempted or are, catch yourself, being really upset with somebody else in church, in your household, in whatever. Stop. 
It doesn't mean that if there's conflict, it's always your fault. I'm not trying to oversimplify it that way. I'm saying that there are always weeds within us. Stop and ask, what, what are the weeds in me? And pray for God to handle the weeds in me. Because as the parable talks about, if we go about weeding, weeding other people out, we're going to be destructive. And thousands of years of history, it is thousands now, years of history, of Christians killing each other because they do it wrong. They do it wrong. They over there do it wrong. Right? Never mind us killing people of other faiths. Thousands of years of history, and so, so we do it. And, and Lutherans, you know, the joke is that if you don't like the color of the carpet, start a new church. Um, and some of you who have, some of you who are newer to Lutheranism, it might not be as funny, but if you're a long time in Lutheranism, um, you've had some times where, where we, can, we can get attached to our particular way of being faithful. So attached that we're upset with the way somebody else does it. As you come to these meetings with the consultant, as you come to the task forces, part of what we're trying to do is say, okay, these are some things that are going on in our congregation. What, what do we want to do about them? Acknowledging that I too am broken. I too have a skewed perspective. And so dealing with different perspectives of different people, which is part of what we're trying to do as people, especially as people come back from COVID and maybe don't know why other people feel a particular way, is that it's tempting to just want to wean that practice out or belief or an opinion or vote or whatever out. Not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for them. It's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for the world. It's really not. And it, it's, it's, it does a disservice to our Lord. So we have to ask, Ugh, what is it about me? Now, I'm not going to ask you to confess that to me today in the sermon. I ask that when you come to confession, that, that you do bring that. And that as you go through the week, if you catch yourself, you know, pray about it. Pray about it and, and ask God. Ask God. Because our other temptation is once we get the clue that, yes, we too are weeds, is we try to do our, weed our own garden. Because we don't want anybody else to see the weeds in ourselves. Right? And one of the things I tell people, because I do a lot of, lot of work with people living in poverty, is that I try to tell people who have spent most of their lives middle class, we all have the same problems. Middle class people can afford to hide it. But we all have the same problems. So chances are really high if you're middle class, and especially if you've mostly been middle class your whole life, you're hiding stuff. Anyway, um, but, but even, even if we are humbly acknowledging them to ourselves, try not to do your own, try, try to remember that it's God's job. God has said, I'll do that. I'll send my angels to do that. You don't have to fix yourself, which is good news because you cannot fix yourself. You can't. This, this parable that says, oh, the, the, 
the leaves are going to be gathered and set uh, where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's good news for us. Because on any given day, we could have ended up in either pile. And by knowing that God is patient with us, and God waits for us, and God is continually calling us into relationship, and continually restoring us into relationship, and that's what the crucifixion resurrection is about, right? Is to say, we need to restore the relationship. God needs to restore the relationship. And so there are, you know, on any given day, we're not guaranteed that we're living in a way that is consistent with being the good seed. But we have a God that does the weeding for us. We have a God that has promised to do the weeding for us. We have a God who has sacrificed to do the weeding for us. And our call is really to humbly acknowledge it and live like it matters. Live like the fact that God will weed the brokenness from you. I'm going to make it. I'm glad you're making more. Is is freeing. I don't have to spend my time hiding. I don't have to spend my time thinking nasty thoughts about anyone else or anything else or any other whatever. I don't have to worry. Is is it it going to come out? That fill in the blank. I can just be free to live fully into the, the loving presence of the wheat growing right? The wheat just doing its best to grow. Just doing its best to grow. Trusting that God will do the gathering. And I want to tell you, this is just fun. Uh, so this past week was the ELCA clergy gathering, the roster movers gathering. And it was in Phoenix. Um, which, of course, in July because that's when, you know, it's cheapest to get um, uh, convention space. However, this last week in Phoenix, you know, it was like 118, 116. They're going all the way down to 112 today, right? And a friend of mine who was there said, yeah, they got 700 pastors together to show us what hell is like. Where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I thought, that's, that's just beautiful. That's just, it's such a, a, a wonderful timing with the leaders. But I want to show you something else about the burning, is that the weeds are gathered and they are burned in the furnace, so may produce useful heat. And then the righteous will shine like the sun. Burning, shining like the sun. They are different, as a matter of fact. And and as I said, when God calls us into relationship, there's healthy relationship. But it is not as dichotomous as we may want to think of it. Because that weed has value too. It burns and it produces energy, and then, you know, that energy is used for other life-giving reasons. Let, let the weeds in you go into that pile. Every day. Every day. So that you have the freedom. You have the freedom 
to, to, to live, to live like it's 65 outside. And like loving people, you have what it takes to love people because you let go of the rest. Amen. Words of the apostles read, let us confess together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. receives our joys and concerns, let us offer our prayers for the church, those in need, and all of creation. God, you call your church to announce the gospel of reconciliation and truth, both near and far. Guide your church as it seeks your wisdom and shares its trust, it, trusting your spirit bearing witness among us. Hear us, O God. You brought forth all creation and called it good. Direct, policy, direct policymakers to protect lands and seas. Bring rain to sun-barged fields and protect areas impacted by natural disasters. Hear us, O God. You desire peace among nations and peoples. Guard our neighborhoods from hatred. Watch over police officers and firefighters and teach us to advocate for those who live in fear. Hear us, O oh God. You are gracious and merciful, comforting those who suffer any affliction. Sustain your people living with HIV, AIDS, Provide shelter to all who are unhoused and release any who are unjustly imprisoned. Hear us, O God. You name each of us as your children. Guide our hospitality to welcome all, our studies and discernment to equip us for faithful living, and our social ministry to enact the gospel in our community. Hear us, O God. You send faithful people to proclaim freedom from bondage and to renew your church. Encourage us, 
by the witness of the faithful departed so that we live into that same hope. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Into your hands, O God, we commend all for whom we pray. In the name of the one who reconciled all creation to himself, Jesus Christ, our Savior. part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We Encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. God of field and forest, sea and sky, you are the giver of all good things. Sustain us with these gifts of your creation and multiply your graciousness in us that the world may be fed with your love. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And let us announce our mission statement. The mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. The God who calls across the cosmos and speaks in the smallest seed, bless, keep, and sustain you now and to the end of the age. Amen.
peace. Say, share the harvest. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.